0: ladies and gentlemen
1: it's your boy back at it again folks welcome to another edition of the Rico report brought to you by the buffalo fanatics i stumbled on my words because i'm rocking to this beat right now boys ladies and gentlemen how are we feeling as bill's Hey, did we get the player that we needed in the draft? Was it who you expected? Are you happy with it? How did you feel about us moving on from Zach and making a business decision? I'm just saying I had to put that out there. You feel me? Ladies and gentlemen, it's another freaking show. Ready to rock. We're going to talk about everything from the trade deadline, who we acquired, who we moved on from. Picks required. Picks that we've lost, and of course, we got to talk about the game that was against the Green Bay Packers. Boys and girls, man, this is gonna be a fun show. Let's make it a fun show. So, if you guys are here for the first time, you guys have no no idea who I am. My name is Rico. This is the Rico Report. This is Buffalo Smash that like while you guys are in here. If you haven't subscribed? Subscribe. Y'all are bugging if you don't. So, folks, let's get right into it, folks. We. We got busy. We got busy right near the end of the trade deadline. Right at the end. We we're working the deals, working the phones all over the place, man. Brandon Bean, aka big baller bean was not gonna let it rest. He saw what the Chiefs were doing, he saw what Miami did. Oh, Miami's out playing, boy. They're not playing. They listen, you have to do those things that your AFC foes. I mean, listen, man, you you see it's it's very it's, – I didn't expect it this year. I really didn't. I don't think a lot of people expected We expected a top-heavy AFC battle. Every win and loss matters. I mean, it always does. But did you expect it to be a two-team two tier league in the AFC? It's the Bills and the Chiefs. It's the Bills and the Chiefs. And I, I – honestly, we expected to have the Raiders in the conversation – Maybe the charges in the conversation. It's early still, but right now, as of right now, folks, I mean, just let me give you an idea. Just let me give you an idea. Just so you guys can um can can see where I'm coming from. So it doesn't look like I'm just talking ish and I'm like, oh, I'm a big Bills homer, because I ain't I ain't no homer. You guys already know that. But if the playoffs were to start today, all right, check this out. You got the Bills, the Titans, the Chiefs, the Ravens. You want to hear something that's really cute? The Bills, everybody, every division winner that you see <laughs> to your far left, the Bills have beaten them. They beat down the Titans. They beat the Chiefs. And they came back from 17 down and took down the Ravens. And then we got the Jets next week. And you got the Dolphins that beat us. You got to give them the credit. And they're, and they're doing work. And they're the wild card. But look, the Bengals were in the Super Bowl last year. Bengals were 4-3. and three, And they looked absolutely atrocious last night. The Patriots, who knows what's going on with the Patriots? And you got the Colts. The Colts, is they're, they're just a big question mark. And I'm glad I have someone that's going to be here to talk to me about that very, very scenario, very situation. I'm sure it's frustrating, but at the same time, I'd love to know what their thoughts are. And we're going to get into that. My man, Lawrence Owen, is with me. He's going to share some, some thoughts as we get in here. And then we got the Broncos. And, I mean, what what the hell are the Broncos riding? Let's ride what? What are you riding? What wave are you guys riding? Let's ride. Boy, shut your ass up with your let's ride. Start winning. Let's win. How about we do that? Let's win. Let's win a game. They did in London. Let's try to win a game on, you know what I'm saying, in in dominating fashion because that team was built to win. Built to win. And you got Russ looking like Russell (laughs) Westbrook. And that's my leg. My Lakers are looking god awful right now. So, I mean, shoot, you know what it is, man. But listen. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we got 300 plus people watching right now, and I appreciate you. While you guys are in here, while you guys are tuning in, just smash that like. And if you guys are betting individual, listen, folks, this might be the time to start kind of ending up on betting because changes have been made. Teams have gotten stronger. Teams have gotten weaker. If you guys are looking to, you know what I mean, make a little something on the side and make a little money, we have partnered up with BetUS, and it gives you an opportunity to use our promo code BF125 with 125%. 50 bucks, 2,400 bucks, whatever the heck you want to do, jump in and get that going. And don't forget, use that BF code, man. Let's go. So without further ado, and we're, we're going we're gonna to get into the Bills trade. We're going to get into what it means for the Bills and all that. But I, I want to, because I, I have 10 minutes uh, that I want to spend with my guy, because I know I have to put a timer for myself. Because if I get going with this guy, I can go for like three hours talking. I have to put a timer because I'm back on the night shift. So I, everything has got to be bang, bang, bang. So, I got to get in and get out. So, without further ado, I'd like to introduce my friend, Mr. Lawrence Owen. What's going on, Lawrence?
2: Man, it's going a little bit. Honestly, I'll be be fair with you. I just woke up like about Mm -hmm. a half an hour ago. I took a midday nap, woke up, Mm -hmm. saw the trade news, and I was like, well, crap. Josh Allen's got another weapon. That's nice. Uh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he sure does. Now, I want want your thoughts, first and foremost, because I know you're probably going to be wondering, what am I getting in return, right? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But I want to know, for someone that been, has been watching the Colts for a very long time, you know the ins and outs of these Colts, and I know what I know about Naeem Himes. I've, we've been watching him from afar. He reminds me of, I don't know if you, Robert Turbin. He gives me Robert Turbin vibes, not quite like Robert Turbin as Jacked Up, but gives me the vibes of Robert Turbin, and I like the play style of Robert Turbin. So let talk to me about Naeem Himes. And what he brings to the freaking Bills, what is he? What are Bills fans supposed to be excited about?
2: Right. So, Naheem Hines is that shifty guy. I mean, he is great out of the backfield. First off, I mean, he's got amazing hands. Uh, I I honestly think he's built more like a a slot receiver than a running back, but and he's got incredible quickness. Uh, great at tracking a ball down, catching the ball. Um, a lot of most of his passes is him running out of the backfield, running down the sideline, running past linebackers and catching mm-hmm. balls. Right. That's what he does. So, you know, I mean, that's perfect for the Bills. I mean, and Josh Allen and the way that, the, that this offense is ran, Uh, he's, he's just a, a scary weapon out of the backfield. He's not afraid to run it over the uh, up the middle, but uh, that's not his strength. Right. That's my not use- his strength. What are his strengths? His strength, like I said, like his strengths definitely is in space. You get him the ball in space, and he's going to create even more space. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what he does so darn well. And his hands are immaculate when Love it comes it. to catching the football, just immaculate.
1: Okay. So here, here, two, a couple things here, a couple things, right? And I want you to kind of put your GM hat on a little bit. Um, but before you put your GM hat, I have to ask, um, I like Deion Jackson. I think his I believe his name is Deion Jackson. I like what Deion Jackson brings. The big boy runs hard, right? Mm-hmm. Runs hard. So Naeem Hines had a, 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 a an opportunity to play above and uh, over Deion Jackson, but they picked Deion Jackson instead. What, 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 what was the deal with that? I mean, if you liked, I mean, obviously they traded him, but I'm, I know they liked him, but... Deion Jackson over at Heinz that you just, you paid him not too long ago to come back to the
2: squad. Like what's going on? Well, I think a little of it had to do with the fact that the offensive line this year for the Indianapolis Colts has not played up to par what we was hoping for, which was one of the reasons why the Indianapolis Colts moved on from Matt Ryan mid season, you know, and decided, Hey, we're going to go with our second year quarterback. Who's, who's got some mobility to him. So that's, that's an issue. Uh, Hines. In my opinion, like you said, you need creases for him, and our, our offensive line just hasn't been doing that, whereas you you nailed it on the head. Uh, Deion Jackson is a guy he's more of a lower your head, run, hit a crease, and hit it as hard as you can, and just bruise people uh, trying to run through that offensive line uh, th- through the, the defensive front seven and mm-hmm. pick up yards that way. I think that that's kind of maybe – if I'm not mistaken, that's that's kind of how Moss is, isn't he? I will get into that. We'll get into, <laughs> what you're getting into Zach
1: Moss, uh, and I'm not hating on Zach Moss because I, I everyone knows in this chat that I've been a a supporter of Zach Moss, and right till the end. Um, but the writing was on the wall. <clears throat> excuse me, the writing was on the wall. Uh, for Zach Moss. Um, now I'll get into Zach Moss in just a moment, but I, this is where I want you to put your GM hat on. All right, so you're looking at the bills right now and you you and you're familiar with the league so you're familiar with the bills a little bit um you've got James Cook you've got Devin Singletary James Cook was supposed to be the Naeem, Naeem Hines right uh-huh. catch out of the backfield great hands all of the above we just pretty much traded for James Cook in my opinion so you're the GM what 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 you, what are you thinking as if you're Brandon Bean, why did you make that move when you have pretty much that guy already in your backfield?
2: Well, you're you got somebody who's been there and done that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh he he has proven to be able to do these things already over the over the course of the um last 5 years. Uh Nahim Hines is is that guy. He's been in the playoffs, uh he's made big time uh plays. Some of his best plays were against your team. I mean, that's going to make Uh, a difference when you're a GM going look I've seen this dude firsthand up against us actually do some of these things you know make backflips and things like that in the end zone after touchdown catches you're gonna want someone like that you know and when you see something like that firsthand happen it's it's you're gonna end up pulling the trigger the only thing is is I think the biggest thing with Naheem Hines is he's already under contract you ain't got to worry about uh you know, signing him, you already know exactly what you're paying this dude yep. over the next few years because he's already signed his extension. So now you got this guy locked down. He's, uh he's, you know, also someone, you know, who you just talked about, you got a young running back in the room yep. that is kind of similar to Heinz. Well, Hines is an experienced veteran running back who will now be able, not only do you have him under contract, but now he could, t- you know, take his knowledge and his abilities and pass it on to the other running backs in a room that have similar uh, s- similar ways of running and catching and stuff. Uh, so, yeah.
1: absolutely. Okay. Well, listen, here's my thoughts on that, you i Hines. And I'm, I'm going to share it with, uh, with my folks. This guy is what we wanted in, in McKissick. This guy is what we wanted. In James Cook, I'm gonna give you all the way the buck because you. I've been as. Let me tell you, man, Lawrence. I've been critical of James Cook. I've been critical. I have not been impressed. I haven't. There, there, he doesn't move the needle for me whatsoever. And I think Brandon Bean feels the same freaking way. And that's why he went out and got something that was James Cook and beyond and more. Right. And four three eight speed for my guy Naeem Himes. Right. Mm-hmm. So he can move. And he's not afraid to run inside. He's not afraid to run outside. And what I love about him is he's north-south. It's one cut and he goes. Tony Pollard-esque. And I love me some Tony Pollard. So you guys lose an asset. We gain an asset, uh, in my opinion. And I hope it turns out in the way that when we traded for Jerry Hughes and we gave up a linebacker that is now coaching for the Lions right now, I hope it works out that way as well, that Naeem Hines becomes a, a staple in this in this in this offense um now we do we rent we're pretty much renting him for the year because he's now he becomes a free agent next year in 2023 so we will see how it plays out and if he and he's only 25 years of age so this is a trial for him 25 this is your trial if you do well with us and you mesh well and we we fully use your capabilities we're good we're good somebody told me to get over Brees hall never i ain't gonna get over Brees hall guess what Brandon Bean did either because he just traded for Naeem Himes. So cut it out, Johnny Blaze. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> so let's get into Zach Moss. I got to read this uh, super chat real quick. Uh, come on over 400 watch, smash that like. You already know my man, Jeep Hayden. What's happening, Jay? Um, Zach Moss. What do you know about Zach Moss?
2: Honestly, not a lot from outside of, you know, seeing him play a few times uh, against the Indianapolis Colts and, you know, other games that I have watched from here and there. I think think he's a kind of a, a between-the-tackles power runner, is he not? That's about what I see. I, I don't see a lot of outside of that, though. So uh, I'm hoping that you could fill me in a little bit. That's You brought me in for Hines. Uh, feed me, my guy. Feed me. <laughs> Here's the deal. Zach Moss, when we drafted Zach
1: Moss in third from Utah in the third round, he was to compete and eventually take over as RB1 over Devin Singletary that is my opinion and what was being displayed was true because they were force-feeding Zach Moss the football to make him our number one guy but Devin Singletary was like no sir you ain't about to just take my job just like that you got to prove it and Zach Moss never really became the guy that we could depend on right he had he had some he had some fumbles early on in his career I mean no different Devin Singletary did as well but the reason we brought him was because we needed someone to get the tough yardage you know what I'm saying? And and get in between tackles, and he can catch out of the backfield. He's got great hands. I got to give it to you. He's got great hands. And he had decent breakaway speed coming out of Utah, but just was never able to really flourish uh, in this Bills offense. And it's not like they didn't give him his opportunities. They did. Just never flourish. Now, maybe it just wasn't a good fit. Now, he's a decision-making type of guy. And, and what I mean by that is, um, this is a quote from him. He likes to make defenders make business decisions. Right? He's a big boy. And He's had some moments where he's he's crammed it and he's good, but his decision making is his challenge. That is his problem. The lane may be right there. He won't take it. He's such a an in-between tackle guy. It's got it, he's got it ingrained in himself. Is he'll just stick to it, he'll stick to the lanes. If they say, Yo, you gotta go, you gotta go B gap, you gotta go C gap. He's going B gap C gap. That's just there's no end. The the wide angle is right there. I will remember this play to the day I die. We're playing the Patriots, the Patriots. We score on this and we win this game. We're in the red zone. They hand the ball to Zach Moss. A great seal block is made. Zach Moss all has to do is use his peripherals and look outside, and he's in the end zone. What does my guy do? Looks outside. Nah, I'm good. Goes right inside. Stopped. Are you kidding me? That was going to be the game. Decision making is the problem that I have with Zach Moss. Now the pros with Zach Moss. Good, good pass protector. He will put his nose in the ground and he will. He will. He will. He will you're not gonna just push him over. It's not gonna happen like that. If you get him in space, he's got some wheels. Get him in space. He will make some some players move. He'll he'll make some players miss. And he's a strong boy. So he those the tough yardage and second attempt yardage, he'll get that. He'll get that for you. Balance his balance is, is nice. He's got good balance, but it's just it we needed more from him. We needed more, we needed a spark. We needed we just needed a little more. And with Devin Singletary phasing him out and James Cook being drafted in the second. There was just no room for him. We what, had about,
2: to him. what about his uh, blocking,
1: backfield blocking? He's good. He's solid, and that was that's, one of the reasons. That was one of the reasons that he was getting the playing time over Devin Singletary because he he was he was a better pass protector, and that when you when you can protect your quarterback, you're going to get more time on the field. But the problem was when you have him on the field, it just wasn't. He didn't do enough. He didn't give us enough of a spark, right? You you gave you an opportunity. He's been given opportunities just never took full advantage. Of it. Now, sometimes a different scene, sometimes a different layout, different blocking. You got Quentin Nelson out there. So maybe this might be the best for him, but you guys are a bit of a mess right now. You guys just fired your offensive coordinator. Frank, Wright. Just, just benched a uh, potential future hall of famer for Sam Ellinger. Um, mm-hmm. And Frank Wright is saving his ass. He's trying not to get fired. And chances are, he's probably going to get fired at the end of the year, but he's doing all this. And I don't know. So it's, Making the trade for Zach Moss, this is this is something that you guys will develop. Him, it's gonna be a back to back. It's gonna be him
2: and um him and Dion Jackson battling for it, really. Well, for for the number two spot. Uh oh, I mean, the <laughs> I mean there, there's just no question that Jonathan Taylor's still the dude. No question. Um, but here's 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 something else. I think a lot of this uh the this trade initiated initially, I think, because of the fact that Hines was number two. And he is a very, very talented running back, and has just not gotten the touches uh, over the course of his career with the Indianapolis Colts because he's always been behind someone. When he first came in, he was behind Marlon Mack. Then we ended up getting Jonathan Taylor, and now he's behind Jonathan Taylor. He's just not getting. The Colts were trying to get him snaps in uh, as a you know a slot receiver or something of that nature, but it's just not the same as being that that dude. Right. And so I'm, I'm, I'm curious if if maybe because Heinz quietly put in for a trade with the Colts, mm-hmm. uh, like a couple weeks ago, asked for a trade. Got Nobody, it. Not very many people knew about that. And that's why they've been taking these calls and stuff mm-hmm. about it. And well, I think with the bills and with the, you know, the, the style of offense that the bills run. I think he's going to be happy there. I think he's going to be very happy there. I think you know McDermott and them aren't aren't, aren't afraid to to draw up plays for your running backs as well when it comes to throwing the football. Right? I mean, the, I understand that he's he's not. Exactly, known for all right, we're gonna hand the football off. Uh, but he, he has no problem drawing them up for the running backs to actually catch out of the backfield and, and, and make monster plays. Uh, I've seen a few people in here talking about he, he he could take it 60. You absolutely darn right sure he can, definitely. Uh, <laughs> and, and here's the thing, Lawrence
1: that's what we that's what this, this team needs. It needs that breakout. Devin mm-hmm. Singletary will make you miss in a phone booth, Devin Singletary will run. You know what I'm saying who like he had an opportunity to break out last game, right? And he got he got tackled that like third after 30 yards he was gone. Naeem Himes gets that very opportunity. He's gone to the house for 60 easily. Mm-hmm. Problem? Mm-hmm. I don't want to say the problem. The challenge with Devin Singletary is he doesn't have long speed. He doesn't have long speed. He'll give you a, he'll rip off a 30 yard run, but that's it. That that is it. And we are looking for that explosive player. We have that on offense with our receivers. We have that with our quarterback. You can flick one and he's there, but we just need that in the backfield. Now, no, he's, he's we were tied to Alvin Kamara. We were tied to Kareem Hunt, potentially. We were tied to Cam Akers. I'm missing a running back. We were tied to one more running back that I, I'm missing right now. But the point is, we were tied to a whole bunch of running backs. We needed one. And and I think we, we still have a bad taste in them all because McKissick decided to say, I'm going back to Washington. What a terrible idea. He, what a bozo that was. A bozo move. He'll never forget it. He'll never forget that. Now you catching passes from Taylor Henneke. I like Taylor Henneke, but he ain't that dude. But anyway, CMC, thank you. And we were going after Christian McCaffrey. Could you imagine Christian McCaffrey in a Bills uniform? Oh,
2: Oh, God. Yeah. We, yeah. We were talking about that on my show. Even, even Rodney McLeod, our, you know, my, my, my co host was like, Dude, that's that's that. I don't want to play against that in the AFC, you know, in in the playoffs. You know, the two teams that I thought was going to be the scariest teams for him would have been Buffalo and San Fran, honestly. And, yeah, he's doing great for San Fran. But my Mm -hmm. goodness, you imagine. Listen, Chris, this would have been a
1: they already think that Josh Allen's a cheat code. How do you stop Josh Allen? Because he's that good. And you
2: put Mm -hmm. McCaffrey in that. My goodness. But anyway, the the money, the money. Uh, money how much money did you have in your coffers and we order didn't have exactly right <laughs> you didn't
1: have money and and here's the thing when it comes down to money I think the bills were um I told we were I think we were like two million dollars is what we had in the bank uh let me see if I got the right screenshot because I gotta make sure I'm looking at the right one is this what I'm looking at perfect so naim Himes and uh his 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 contract I mean mm-hmm. after this this is it at one point his base salary is at 1.83 and obviously we're paying, we're prorated, we're prorated. So we're going to, we're paying a fraction of that because we're halfway through the season. Um, So it was a great cheap deal for us. And now we have the ability to, to let him walk next year if we really wanted to. So at the end of the day, this is a rental. And if we like what we see, we have him for four and a half and five mm-hmm. mil. And that is wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's a wonderful freaking deal. But we do have an out next year if it just doesn't pan out. But I can't see us making that decision just yet. Uh we'll see how James Cook plays out and who knows, maybe James Cook might be on that block next year. But or it might be a Naheem Hines and uh James uh James Cook backfield. Now that in itself will be interesting. Naheem Hines James Cook, uh we'll see we'll see how that plays out, man. But listen Lawrence, before you get out of here, man, I, I, that's what I want. I want you in and out because I got to get right to the other things. Um where can people find you and and I love the fact that you are 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 teamed up with uh former NFL players and you get great insight. So let people know where they can find you and where they can find your content.
2: Uh, Well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at colts underscore law. And obvious, uh, any any podcast you listen to, you can check out Believe in Colts, where my co-hosts, former player Gerard Powers and current Colt starting safety, Rodney McLeod, uh, are my co-hosts and and we talk uh, every week, uh, preview, post game, and then of course, just general NFL stuff. Uh, and then of course on YouTube, uh, Lawrence Owen just look up Lawrence Owen or Quilts Law and you'll find me there. So appreciate you having me on here again.
1: Listen, I appreciate it. I hope you get the, the, the crust out of your eyes and, and really go out and really pick look at all the trades that remain. Like, listen, what are the freaking Lions doing getting rid of Hawkinson? I get it. I get it. You're trying to acquire some picks and he's gonna have, he's gonna ask for a lot of money next year and you don't have them. Well, but my goodness, you sent him in the division.
2: Yeah, that's the crazy thing. It's like the, how you,
1: in, how you he's do gonna that? Aren't you guys? That's oh. nuts.
2: Lions are gonna lion. <laughs> right, that's,
1: that's the best way I can put it. All right, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, my man Lawrence Owen Lawrence. I always appreciate you, man. Uh, we will definitely catch up in the future, man.
2: All right, man. Appreciate you. Have a good you one. There.
1: You too, man. That's my guy, Lawrence. Uh, give a give a smash out like for my guy, Lawrence. Man, he always comes through. And uh, and uh, we have good chemistry. Anytime we chop it up together, we uh, it's always a good time. Um, and if you are appreciating this show right now, folks, you guys already know what to do. Subscribe to the mother effing channel. This is the channel for you to be at. And if you guys are following me on Twitter, here it is. There's my Twitter handle right here. Uh, Rico underscore BF underscore. Maybe I might pay that $8 and get my damn checkmark. Psych! <laughs> All the checkmarks are freaking out. Oh my God, they're going to make me pay $20 to be on Twitter and be verified hilarious anyway moving on folks moving on so um here's the deal uh the deal when it comes to uh naeem hines what what do we give up um and i i gotta give you guys the details first and foremost i can't just sit here and talk about uh what he's gonna bring to the team because i will i will and we have time to talk about it we have the friday show to talk about that but uh the official deal that brought Naim naeem hines to the bills um and us trading zach moss and a sixth round so here's how it goes it goes zach moss and a sixth round pick um and um that can go to a fifth rounder to the colts for naeem naeem hines and the bills are trading um for naeem so here's the deal man we sent them a sixth rounder and zach moss and uh we sit here and uh we get naeem hines now some people might not like "What's what's the big deal about naeem hines What's What's why is everybody rocking with Naeem Hines? I want to show you guys a little something about my man Naeem, right? Uh, Naeem, and I love that name by the way. Naeem is, is a dope name. Naeem Hines can run 40, his 40 time is a 438. 438, 40 time. I want you to check this out, man. This man, and I think that what do you, I think what do you call those? Those resist, the resistance, resistant, uh, treadmill. It's like a they, it, the speed is not set uh for you the player sets the the uh the the speed for this this type of uh this type of a treadmill and he was clocked at 23.8 if i got it correctly. 23.8 miles an hour 23.8 miles an hour fam we gush about guys that run 21 21.5 21.6 22 once you get into 22 you're like okay that boy can roll right Naeem Heinz is at 20, clocked at 23.8? What? That boy can roll. And he's explosive. That's what I love about Naeem. So, Naeem, man, listen, man, welcome to Buffalo. Listen, I'm I'm as skeptical as they come, man, and I've seen what you do. You do big things and get the ball in your hands and it's game over. We spread the defense out. Guys, think about this, man. We spread the defense so thin that, like, you've got to be, disciplined you got to have integrity gap integrity because if you don't naeem could be gone for 60 now he may not have been able to do that often in in indianapolis indianapolis excuse me but buffalo's different buffalo's different baby buffalo is very different so shout out to naeem Hines. now now if you guys aren't too thrilled and you're like man i need more convincing well don't let me convince you. Let his former team. Teammate- Naeem
3: Hines is going to the Buffalo Bills. Wow. Wow! With a Jeez. shot clock expiring trade on the books wow. made official in the PAFL. Adam Schefter is reporting that the Colts are trading Naeem Hines to the Buffalo Bills. Sources tell ESPN. Let me tell you about Naeem Hines as a Colts fan. Let me tell you about a guy who's going to be beloved by Bills Mafia. Is incredible in the community. He's fucking explosive. He actually says before he returns punts, if I die, I die. He has that type of mentality. He has that type of mindset. He has the capability of doing a round off back McTwist flip thing in full pads. He seems to be incredibly durable. He has the ability to be a slot wide receiver, a scat back, and he can fucking hit it and get it. He just hasn't had as many opportunities because Jonathan Taylor was here and there was a, uh, a full stable in the backfield two years ago whenever he was good. We did pay Naeem Hines. We thought Naeem Hines would become one of the big-time receiving threats for the Indianapolis Colts this season. The season has not gone how everybody expected it. They paid Naeem. He was being talked about as being shopped around. And whenever I heard that the Bills were looking for a running back, it was supposed to be Kamara. Kamara has three touchdowns. Don't think the Saints are going to trade him, obviously, is what we are doing. I said this morning Mm -hmm. in the kitchen over there, if Naeem Hines goes to the Bills, nobody's gonna talk about it, but Naeem Hines is gonna become a fucking weapon for the Buffalo Bills. If he has any space at all, he's gone. Hits it, gets it, fast, beloved. We're gonna miss him in Indy. I don't know what messages is sending to the entire Indianapolis Colts fan base. I don't know what this means for the future, but I do know I'm happy for Naeem Hines going to a playoff contender, a real threat. And fucking Bills Mafia, you're gonna love this dude. He is Awesome. So that's my take on it. We thought it was going to happen earlier. Thought there was a chance it was going to happen. Now it is four o'clock Eastern. The trade window has ended. The Colts did make a move. They pick up some draft picks, I guess, and get rid of Naeem Hines as the Buffalo Bills, once again, a team who is very fucking good and has a lot of weapons already. Get richer.
1: There it is. You know when it's a good addition to a team when you you see the way that that person was talking. Pat McAfee is one of the best out there in what he does. The guy is fantastic. He's he's and he's dude is in like dude. You just want to listen. He's captivating. You just want to listen to what he's saying, right? He's nice like that. Now, the Colts losing Naeem, you can see how bothered he is. But he's also saying, man, good for you. Go and be with a team that that's got some set, some success. And you're going to be able to display your skill set. And they'll know exactly what it is they're getting in you. And you can't get a, a greater endorsement than that. So shout out to Pat McAfee. Shout out to Naeem High. Shout out to Brandon Bean that made that thing happen. There are some, you know I mean, there's going to be some repercussions now. It's not all great and dandy uh, for certain people on the team. Because now what, what does it mean for guys like James Cook? What does it mean for guys like Devin Singletary? What does it mean for how they're going to split the touches? Um, there's a lot of things that are going to that are going to um, materialize over time. And uh, listen, Naeem Himes, if he's hungry, if he's hungry, he's gonna he'll supplant. You know, what I'm saying James Cook because obviously James Cook is is the rookie, so there's time for him to develop and so on and so forth. Um, but you don't you don't trade for someone to just have that person sit. You don't trade for someone. And i would be disappointed, be very disappointing if that was the case. We, just, we traded for him. They just have him just sit behind these guys. No, no, no. He's going to be utilized. He's going to be used. They traded for him at trade deadline. Be ready for it. Be ready to see more Naeem Himes, a little less of James Cook, sprinkled in James Cook. But like this team is so damn explosive, you don't know what is going to come your way. You know what I'm saying? Now, I do have a super chat coming from my man, James. Uh, What's up, James? James comes in and says, hey, man, listen up. I don't see how this helps us in the red zone with short yardage. This has been our major problem on the offense, Rico. Well, here's the deal: there's a reason that we were able to move on from Zach Moss because he was our short yardage guy. And it's a fair, it's a fair question to ask. But the answer to that question, it's just two words. Josh Allen, that's your short yardage guy. I don't know how many, I don't know how many times that we've we've seen Josh Allen capitalize and succeed on short yardage fourth and three josh third and two josh fourth and one josh you get the rhythm five and you know what i'm saying i was about to say five but anyway you guys you guys catch what i'm saying man like that he's he's our short yardage guy you know what i'm saying and one of these days we're gonna sprinkle i mean listen we had Devin singletary try to go for it on third and one stopped at the line not that it was his fault it's just those things happen the success rate of josh allen going for that rather than handing off, is higher than it is to give it to the running back because he's just that big. You 6'5", 240 fam. It's hard. And you see what they've been doing. That's two games in a row now where I've seen two games in a row multiple times where they, they motion Gabe Davis over and they bring Gabe Davis right back. And then right when Gabe Davis is coming back, they go. Now, if the defense is smart and paying attention, when you see Gabe Davis go around and you see Gabe Davis coming back, Time that thing, time that thing, because that it's coming your way. Now it's a matter of stopping it. You got Mitch Morse, you got Roger Saffold, you got Ryan Bates. That's a lot of beef coming your way. Pause. That's a lot of beef coming your way. So let's well listen. We're gonna have to get used to it. We're gonna have to just uh, adjust to it. All right, uh, Carl Thomas. What's up, Carl? Carl says, "Yo, the knock on Devin is he doesn't have the speed. Hines is a Devin with speed. They uh, they wanted they wanted a bruiser." We have Gilliam as a fullback, Reggie at the goal line. And that's a great point as well. You might see a lot more Reggie Gilliam. And Reggie Gilliam has earned it. The way he's been blocking for our RBs, man, give him a little love and give him, that, give him the touches to get in the end zone. He might be the, the, our new answer to the goal line if it's not Josh Allen. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Truth be told, I'm not too worried about it. We don't really face a lot of third and shorts anyway because we, we just go second and, or the second and seven. Let me go. Let me hit you with a 40-yard bomb. Done. Let's move on with life. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, shout out to the Bills. They did that, and uh, we're gonna keep moving, man. And shout out to the chat, man. We got on a Tuesday evening. We got 695 people watching from all over the place from Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitch, Twitter, all that shit. Bang, biggity bang. You know what I'm saying? Salute to you guys um, and smash that like while you guys are here, in here. Now, we weren't done, folks. We weren't done. The Bills trade for an offensive piece. And then they go ahead and trade for Mr. Dean Marlowe. If you guys remember Dean Marlowe, Dean Marlowe is a former Bill, right? Dean Marlowe uh, has been one of a, a, a favorites. He's a, he's a favorite, to be honest with you, because they like Dean. They've been messing with Dean for a long time. And uh, the, fact that, the fact of the matter is they brought in Dean, and uh, here we are. Dean is, uh, is back in Buffalo as our safety. Now, what does that mean? Why are we going for a safety? Well, I mean, it's very clear. We lost Micah Hyde to uh, to a neck injury. So he's done for the year. But he's not, he, he's been in the locker room and he's been, he's, he's almost like as if he's a second coach, which is great. He gets to still be around the team. Jordan Poyer banged his elbow early in the season. had to miss a little bit of time. Banged his elbow again, heard a pop. So we don't know what his status is. Apparently his wife, he's saying, nah, he'll be all right. He's just, uh, you just got to you know, ice it up or whatever. I don't care what she said, but she said something. Um, and shout out to, shout out to her, kind of us, giving us the scoop that he might be all right. But the point is, if he was all right, we wouldn't be looking at Dean Marlowe. Or maybe Dean Marlowe was always on the radar, and we were just, you know what I mean, buying time before we could make that happen. So the Bills went ahead and hit up the Atlanta Falcons, and the Bills sent a 2023 seventh-round pick to the Falcons for safety Dean Marlowe. So guess what, Dean? Welcome freaking back. And you know who else we get to welcome back? Tredavious White. Tredavious White has officially been activated to the active roster. So we might see Tredavious get sprinkled in here and there. He might just jump right into a starting position. Who knows? McDermott doesn't want to say anything until last second. Doesn't want to give, I guess, a competitive advantage to his opponents. But Trey coming back against uh, Zach Wilson, uh, that'd be great. Uh, Dean Marlowe returns. And here's the beautiful thing about Dean Marlowe. Dean Marlowe returning to a defense that he's very much familiar with. He's returning to a team that he's very, very, very much familiar with the personnel. So this is just, we can plug and play. There's no need to, you know what I mean? Stash him on the side, like Xavier Rhodes. Did you guys remember that we, we we signed Xavier Rhodes, right? You guys remember that he's still sitting there on our roster on, on the practice squad. Um, so we will actually be able to use Dean Marlowe. Now, when you add certain players, you've got to subtract certain players. So who will be released uh, on this team unless they've already made that decision and who's going to be you know, on the inactive list. Because right now, Naheem Himes coming back, Trey Davis White coming back, that's roster spots that now are taken. So somebody's going to be either deactivated or put on the practice squad or released and then brought back. Probably on the defensive side of the ball, defensive front, who knows. But that's that's what it's going to look like going forward. So Dean Marlowe, welcome back to Buffalo. Uh, Naeem Hines, Welcome to Buffalo. Uh, I can't wait to see what what packages they decide to put out for you. Um, it's dangerous, man. If he if he catches on to this offense rather quickly, and I'm talking about quickly like CMC did in the with the 49ers. If he catches on, boy, it's, it's, it's problems, man. It is problems for the league. It is problems for the league. Now, let's look at what it means for the offense. And before we get into it, we're going to get to our super chat. Uh, my man, GT Gamer. What up, GT? Says, hey, Rico, I did like Zach Moss. I did like the Zach Moss pick. He just didn't pan out. But I love the Heinz pickup. And I think Heinz pickup will help us improve our, our, our already explosive offense. You are mother effing right. That is absolutely the truth, man. And, and listen, man, there's no hate on Zach Moss. You guys already know, man. I was always trying to root for Zach Moss because he has all the physical abilities. Big, strong dude can run. You know what I'm saying? Can catch out of the backfield. He's got great hands, man. And uh it's just that it just never worked out. It never worked out. And you guys already know. You guys are my witnesses, man. I was always trying to root for him, but they, they, it's just tough. And at the end of the day, when they deactivate you, anytime that you hit that deactivation list, they don't see you as a as a a valued piece. It's just not. It's not. It's not in the cards for you. And in the minute the minute they deactivated him last week, and then this past game they activated him. But they kept him on the sideline. You knew that he getting traded. The writing's on the wall, my guy. The writing's on the wall. Um, so, uh, kudos to him, man. Good luck. Good luck to Zach Moss, because I never hated the man. Uh, I always I was critical, but I never hated the dude. And uh, I hope he does really well. And if I a second breath of fresh air uh, over there in Indianapolis, who knows, man? Maybe a renewed focus. I don't know. Uh, but shout out to him, and uh, shout out to the Bills for moving on. I got you know what? Here's one thing you got to give credit to. You got to give credit to Brandon B. And I'll tell you why you got to give credit to Brandon (laughs) B. My man, Pierre's like, yo, shit, I totally forgot that we got (laughs) Xavier Rhodes on the squad. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we got him. All right. He's on these. Was it Rhodes is activated on the back back to the 53? Oh, shit. Okay, well, there you go. Anyways, We'll see how that plays out. But anyway. um, It's just fun. It's you got to give credit to Brandon B. And I'll tell you why you want to give credit to Brandon B. Some people are stubborn. And there are there's some people that are stubborn. I, I like sometimes I get stubborn or I'm I'm stuck in my ways where I want to I want to I'm I'm like I'm determined to like see something through or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? As bad as it gets, see something through. Um, some might say we're all stubborn for following the Bills for so long and having having them lose four Super Bowls straight and be ridiculed for the last 20 20 years. Um, I mean, like let's just say like the last 20 years when Tom Brady was around, like we're stubborn. We love our top. We love our squad and we stick to it. Right. We want to see it through. And right now we're seeing we're seeing it paid off. But the reason I want to bring up Brandon Bean is Brandon Bean will make a move. No matter what, no matter when, he'll make a move. And if he's wrong and it's like it didn't work out, I'm out of here. I'm cutting ties. I have no I'm not tied to I'm not tied to this. I'm not tied to this player because. Some might say like he, he's sticking to it. There's some players of man, like, I, I I freaking brought this guy in free agency and I, I wanted to work out because I spent a lot of money on this guy. I wanted to work out. But if it's not working out, cut your ties and try to get something for it. And he drafted Zach Moss in the third. And he tried to give they tried to give Zach Moss opportunities, and nobody can say they didn't. Zach Moss had every opportunity to take that role as a number one running back in Buffalo, but he could never make it happen. So this was the opportunity. You got another year in this league. Excuse me, you have another year on your contract um, when you go to the Colts so or the Colts will make a decision on you. Uh, it just won't be the Bills. And the Bills were able to just say, move on. I'm out of here. Furthermore, he brought back Dean Marlowe. He could have just said, no, man, I, that's past. That's in the past, man. I don't need Dean Marlowe. I'm going to go. With, I'm going to go with one of the young bucks on the squad. Nah, man. He's like, yo, Dean, right, come right back. You already know the system. You already know how we roll. You already know how what the vibe is in Buffalo. You already know what the goal is. You're not new to this. You know what it is. And I'm sure Dean Marlowe never wanted to leave Buffalo, but it's the business. It is the business. And I was happy for him that he got one. I think he signed with the Lions, and then that didn't work out, and then he went to the Atlanta Falcons. He's where he's supposed to be. And the, the train keeps on freaking moving. That shit ain't going to slow down, man. The point, the, the, the point of this season is to win the whole freaking thing. And we, we did. We, we acquired the pieces to help us get there. And that's a great that's a that's a great feeling for a Bills fan, because if we did nothing, I know some people would have been like, what the F? Brandon Bean is sitting on his hands doing absolutely nothing while these guys are doing something and these guys. fam. There wasn't a whole lot for us to do. Think about it. We talked about it, right? If we're going to add something to this team, where is it that we need to add? Running back was clearly one of them and obviously safety. And we addressed those two needs today. Give a freaking, you got to show some love to Brandon Bean. You got to show love to Brandon Bean. My man James comes in and says, Rico, how concerned should we be that the Finns picked up Chubb and Wilson today? So here's the deal. Damn, this could be a problem. So I don't know who they, I know they picked up Chubb, but I, don't, I didn't look at who the, the Dolphins picked up. They picked up Jeff Wilson. Oh, the running back, Jeff Wilson. Um, I'm not concerned. Jeff Wilson's a good back. He's, a, he's definitely a good back, um, but I'm not concerned because our defensive front is is a pretty solid defense front that Packers game I'm not worried about what what the Packers did I mean they kind of threw us off a little bit able to run down run the ball down uh the middle and and really do some damage on us but we were more so expecting Aaron Rodgers to air the ball up because they're down three scores so this is what we're expecting and kudos to Matt LaFleur who was like nah this is a chess game you're not about to do that and they they won that portion of the game where they ran for over 200 yards on us didn't like it they didn't like it, but I don't think it's going to happen again. Um, when you have guys like Daquan, Tim, Ed, Jordan, uh, I don't worry. I don't worry about it. The game plan will change every game. So I'm not too worried about it. It's a great question, but I'm not worried about it. Jeff Wilson's a good back, though. He's a good back, but they got Raheem Mostert. I'm more worried about Raheem, Raheem Mostert. And it's funny, it makes sense. You got McDaniel, that was a former, former offensive, uh, offensive coordinator, offensive coach for the 49ers, and he brought his both, both his 49er backs. He's trying to make this Miami South Beach into you know California. Whatever. Am I worried? No. We got the, we got the salt. We have a solid team. We have a solid team, and I'm not worried whatsoever, man. Um, major problem with Moss: poor, inconsistent vision. Facts. That is facts, man. Inconsistency is with him because he'll give you a good run, and you're like, all right, that's the guy. That's the guy we drafted. And then he'll give you some. He'll give you two or three inconsistent runs where you're like, come on, son, I'm like really. That's what we drafted. <laughs> That's the guy we drafted. And then you say the same sentence, but with a different tone. That's the guy we drafted. That's what he got us saying often. <laughs> You're stubborn on your Coke take, uh, on your cook take. I am stubborn. And I told you guys, I'm stubborn until otherwise, until otherwise. And until I see something that, that gives me like, okay, I see what we got. That's cool. This Packers game, this last Packers game, I, I liked what I saw from James Cook. I liked it. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, he's our guy. He's, he made it. Because if he did, guess what? We wouldn't be trading for Naeem Himes. Y'all need to stop with this, man. Stop with this nonsense. It is what it is. You see it. If we were good, we wouldn't have traded for Naeem Himes, which is pretty much James Cook upgraded. So that in itself is somewhat problematic, but maybe it'll make it work. Because Devin Singletary, chances are, may not, be, may not return to Buffalo next year. Who knows? We don't know. So it might be the Hines, you got me saying Hines, Hines, Cook, backfield. Maybe that's what it's going to be like. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be fun. Shout out to my man, Jeff King. What up, Jeff? Jeff comes in and says, hey, I know this much. Don't want to see that foot come off the gas pedal again like I saw the other night unless we are up by 30. In the fourth quarter, we can't do that. Finish them off and finish them early. Leave no doubt who's in charge. You're 1,000% Correct. You can't leave any doubt. When you when you're up, you got to keep pouring it on these guys. Pour it on them. Pour some sugar on. Yo, put the sugar on these guys, man. Real talk, man. You got to pour that sugar on them. And uh, we kind of we kind of slowed down a bit. We took the we took the foot off the pedal a little bit. Uh, but kudos, you got to give it to them, man. They fought because they didn't want to lose four games in a row. So they were doing everything they can in their power to not lose. Because I mean, listen, man. we, we want to blow every team out we can possibly, but it's not always gonna happen. I'm not saying that's not what you I'm not saying that's what you're saying, Jeff, Um, but it did seem like we kind of chilled out. But when you turn the ball over, Mr. Josh Allen can't do that. Two awful, awful turnovers, two awful turnovers. We can't we can't give the ball back to a team that is sitting here trying to, I mean, not lose their season. And right now it's not looking good for them. The Vikings have a freaking grasp on that number one spot. The Bears are, you know what I mean, still somewhat com- uh, competitive and they just traded for Chase Claypool. So maybe and and the league, the league is beginning to like, we need to get our quarterbacks a Stephon Diggs like receiver. You know what I mean? They need their digs. So maybe Justin Fields just got his digs. You know what I mean? I love how everybody wants to reference back to the Bills, right? Year three, there's going to be a huge jump for this person and that person and this person. I love hearing it because they're using Josh Allen as the example. Isn't that cool? Right, the guy that we're hating on the most at the beginning can't do this, can't do that. And I'll I'll admit, I was one of them. I was like, Oh, damn, we drafted Josh Allen. Okay, all right, cool. Until I saw what was really good, I was like, Okay, this guy is is, this guy's legit. But for the longest time, nah, man, he ain't gonna make it. He ain't gonna do this. He ain't gonna do that. And and now he's got everybody going, Oh, shoot. Okay, we need that. Okay, what did they do? Okay, they got him a receiver. Cool. They got him an old line. Okay, they got him some slot receivers. All right, let's 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 see what we got, Justin Fields. Chase Claypool. Darnell Mooney. So we'll see. We'll see how the bears trade out. So I don't know, man. The Packers might be done, folks. I don't know, man. The Packers just don't look good. They just they look awful. They don't, they don't look good. And they didn't even, no trades at the deadline. Y'all needed a receiver, man. Y'all should have traded something for a receiver. Whew. I'll tell you, man. And and Pierre agrees, man. He says, yo, Bean is never married to his pick. You damn right. And if he doesn't do a great job, then it's over with. He's gonna he's gonna move on from you, so you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta give him a, a you gotta give him a, a applause for making a business decision uh, with Zach Moss and uh, center packing. It's just what it is, man. It's just what it is. Now, Um, what do you grade these trades at the deadline? Is this a C plus? Where okay, it's nice, it's nice, it's not horrible, and I can see some really good things happen with this. What is your grade for this trade uh, that took place today with the Bills and the Colts? Atlanta and the Bills. What are what are your grades for this? Uh this squad. You guys let me know. Give me your grades in the chat right now as I read your comments. Is it a A plus? Do you guys feel great? Was this the this was this the addition we needed? Is this a B minus? It's a solid pick. And uh we'll see where it goes. This is an F. We should have did more. You guys let me know. Let me know in the chat. Uh and while you guys are doing that, let me read my comment from my guy, Silas Widow, the OG triple OG. What's up, Sai? Sai comes in and says, Hey, Miami, Miami game up a one and a four, and five for a guy on, on his last year of his rookie deal. He's an okay pass rusher, and he's coming from a better defense. Miami's ranked 26th against the pass and twenty eight against the run. How much does he actually help? Well, what I think is, I, I think obviously they brought him over there to facilitate a pass rush, help shore up the, the run game. You know what I'm saying? He's, an, he's a good overall. I mean, the guy got drafted, what, fourth overall uh, the year that Josh Allen did in 2018? So um he's he's an overall solid lineman, very good. and they added that team they added him to a, a team with Phillips, Wilkins, um Ogba. so they got some good they got some good players on that squad, right? Here's the deal, though. it's not a matter of like he's in his last year of contract, they're ranked 26 and 28. They brought him in for one person, and they brought him in for Josh, right? Josh Allen is a dangerous. Dangerous man, and they need everything they can to protect their defense. Because if you turn your back to Josh Allen, he's gone. So they need someone to shore up that edge. Don't let him out of your grasp and force him to pass. That's what they want him to do. They think they got the blueprint because they beat us once in the in all that heat, which is cool. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? And we what ninety play? I don't know how many plays. I'm exaggerating when I say ninety plays, but maybe it was ninety plays. I, I can't remember. But we had a lot of plays. It was 90 plays, 90 plays. 90 plays. You feel me? So they think they got the blueprint on how to beat the Bills. They're the only ones that have done it this year. And it was a close one. You know what I'm saying? But kudos to them. They they did what they were supposed to do and they won that game. They made the more, they made more plays than we did. So what they what they're doing is like, we've beaten them before. We can definitely do it again. But guess what? Now we have an additional alignment to help put pressure on Josh Allen. And you you can't fault them. You can't fault them. The same way that we built our defense to beat the Chiefs, they're building their team to beat the Bills. And like my man Buffalo, Buffalo Buddha said, it's a copycat league. It always is a copycat league. When I see you do something, I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna tweak it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna tweak it. My man Bills Mafia hit me and said, so "Yo, Rico's better than Zach Moss." <laughs> yo, you stupid. <laughs> you stupid. But anyway, uh, great great job by Brandon Bean, you can't even hate on Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean is that dude, big baller. Bean is that dude. You guys already know it. We know it. We all know it. So now all we're doing is now waiting for our receiver. Now I I do have to talk about a few things, right? I got, I got some, I got some, I got some notes to, I gotta bring up some things. Uh, I need to talk about, okay? Um, and Diggs and Odell have something to do with that. And we'll get into that in just a moment. But John, John Fazio, what's up, Johnny? What's up? Thank you, appreciate that for uh, that super chat. I love that. Uh, the difference between the twenty-two bills and the twenty-one bills is last game would have been the Jacksonville game. Also, we are winning close games. Miami gave the Miami game was a fluke. Half our team was went out with, and we were still, um, and we we still almost won. Correct. I mean, it, it's an it's an excuse because they were they had got they were in the same heat. They were going down as well. Um, but we did we did deal with some things uh but the most important thing is we had 17 and 17 kept us in the game all game long however it was also on 17 that lost us the game let's be real he makes that throw to Isaiah McKenzie game over and we're not even talking about this we're not even talking about the Dolphins you know what I'm saying so we know what's good but we we failed that game we failed that game so um but shout out to John DeFazio appreciate that super chat um I'm looking at the, the uh I'm looking at the, the trade, the excuse me, the grades. So, Johnny Blaze has a C C-plus for me, uh, Richard Force B minus Bills Mafia Hitman B. I see a lot of B's. That's a B. That's a oh, you, you see, Michael Michael went fancy with me. He didn't want to give a grade, he just said, man, all right, bro. <laughs> um, B, um, we got a B and a sixth rounder. Uh, B Marlowe is a great key, so a lot of a lot of B's, man. So, the average the average grade right now is, is B because everybody seems to be and the b plus the b's the c pluses so we'll average out that to d now we got this bozo over here saying it's a d minus i don't know what big time bean is talking about you know what i'm saying you your name is big time bean but you're giving bean a d minus on that <laughs> that's funny um all right let's move on to um you know what I'm saying the game that was all right and i don't want to i don't want to take too much time off of that but let me get the super chat real quick while i get in there what's up silas i appreciate that super chat again brother uh phillips has he says phillips has three sacks ogba has 0.5 ingram has two miami will have to continue to blitz to generate pressure josh will kill the blitz as usual says 15 guys won't hurt uh sorry 15 guys won't be hurt in december love marlo by the way that's a great point now that we'll all be healthy we'll see what's really good in the winter you know what i'm saying and was starting to get a little steam. So we'll see how that plays out, man. It might be a great matchup. It might be a fantastic matchup. So we'll see um, how this all plays out in the end. I, I love every bit of it, man. And um, what these Bills are doing, listen, man, what these Bills are doing is proving to and, and showing Bills supporters, the people that pay to go watch the games, the people that pay for jerseys, the people that, you know what I'm saying, that invest their time in these Bills. They're like, man, we're not wasting your time. We want to win the whole thing. And this is how we're gonna prove it by taking care of our own, by making sure that we have the right pieces on this team. And we're not done. Trade deadline, we're making things happen. We are making things happen. So um kudos to kudos to uh to Brandon Bean, man. He's letting he's letting Bill's mafia know that we want to win this whole freaking thing. And we're we're gonna add the pieces to for us to be where we're supposed to be. And now we got the Jets next week. We should we should be able to we should be able to just put them where they need to be and that's all that matters to me right at the end of the day now this past game this past game um against the packers i, I gotta play this clip i gotta play this clip for y'all all right and uh if i can find my clip here all right i gotta play this clip and i need y'all to tell me how y'all feel about this clip because i it I, I was puzzled by this. But yeah,
3: you let me get on. The, the tunnel with you and Stepan Diggs. What what happened in the tunnel before the game when you guys yawning at each other going on the field?
4: Ah man, I was just keeping it real with him. Told him he couldn't mess with me and here, little boy. So that's that's all that was. Just being honest, you feel me? That's all I can do.
3: He said he didn't know who started it, but he said he finished
4: it. Hmm. I don't know that? what he mean by that. I need more clarification.
3: Do you know who started it?
4: Nah. No. I don't either. I I finished it.
3: How do you feel about your matchups with
2: him dating back to your days with Minnesota? How would you characterize
4: him? I mean, I always thought he was a decent receiver. (laughs) But, you know, I don't really got much else to say about
1: him.
0: When you look at your team...
1: Jair. Jair, what the hell was that? He a little boy. <laughs> what? Fam, you got gifted a, a freaking interception, number one. You got gifted. Josh even said it. I tried to turf it, but I put a little too much on there. I tried to turf it. Now, I don't like the decision that Josh made right there. Terrible decision. Throw it in the throw it actually in the dirt, my guy. But he put a little too much. I turfed it. I tried to turf it. And I, I, just, I it's gross what I just did. He a little boy. But... I listen, I, I I when I listen to this stuff and I'm like you've got to be kidding me. Like what are you saying? It makes no sense.
3: Tunnel with you Digg, what what happened in the tunnel before the game when you guys yawning at each other going on the field? Ah uh,
4: man, I was just keeping it real with him.
1: him <laughs> I was keeping it real with him. I was just telling him he can't hold me. He's a little boy.
4: Messing me, he's a little
1: boy. Okay. He's oh. a little boy. You you didn't even listen. You had you had coverage on him 3 times. If you told me that you locked him down all game long, you have every right to say he a little boy. I sunned him. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? That's my little That's my little bro. You feel me? But you didn't. You, you, sat, in, you, you sat in your zone because coach didn't want to put you in there because he didn't want to put you in a bubble because he knows Josh Allen will get you. So he was protecting your ass. Every one of y'all. You're a baller, though. Jair can play. That's when the alpha who says, let me have him. I want his ass. Let me shut him down. Let's see what Josh can do. Nope. He a little boy
4: that's all that was that's all that just was being honest,
1: you can. i hate that just being honest what are you being honest about when someone says they're being honest it's because they're about to admit something i'm you know what i'm gonna I'm, I'm be honest they're about to admit something or just drop their opinion on something my man said i'm just be honest you little boy no nah, son oh, terrible take he said you didn't know who started it matt perino finished it mm. he doesn't know who started it but he finished it that's a dig he didn't like that he's like mm. i don't know what he mean by that yes you do you had 100 yards on your team. Yes, you do. You know exactly what he mean by that. He had 100 yards on you boys. And he was getting up in your ass, man. He was letting you have it. His boys had to pull his ass off of you and your boys. And you talking, man. Oh, I never that, didn't any, that never made any sense. He's too good for that shit. He's too good for that. You little boy. Boy, you better stop. <laughs> that made me laugh. That made me laugh for real. Now, I do want to bring something up, though. Because... It does have something to do with J- Jair Alexander. Now, let, let's just recap this. this um, I got to look at my time. Okay, ten sixteen. 16 Okay, so here's the deal. The Bills dominated that game. The Bills were head and shoulders above better than this team. Uh, we definitely had some some missed opportunities in this game. Obviously, we got in the red zone twice. We turned the ball over. Um, just we need to be better. We need to be better. And I know Josh is going to fix that situation. That was just a lapse in judgment by my guy josh allen and he will fix it he will fix it and we know it we all know it now this game was it was it was one of those things where like it wasn't a pretty win but it wasn't a horrible win and the worst part is we turned the ball over twice they ran over 200 yards rushing on us they did all those things and they still lost by 10 the bills are a dominant team the Bills, that's what, that's what I learned in that game. The Bills are a dominant team. We can have a sloppy game and still win by 10 against a Hall of Fame quarterback. And let, let, let me remind you, that's three quarterbacks that have won MVP that Josh has beaten this year. Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and now Aaron Rodgers. That's huge. It may not mean anything, but it is, because there's a stat that Trey, Oak, Trey, Trey Oakman, Troy Aikman did the same damn thing. He be three MVPs that year, and guess what? The Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl in '96. Let's, let's let's just throw that positivity, that juju, right onto onto Josh Allen and these Bills. Let's make that work. And it, and I'll take every bit of it. Now, do I have concerns? Did I have concerns with that game? I had concerns. Uh, I had to rewatch the game, and there were listen. 16 tackles made by Tremaine Edmonds. 16 tackles made by Tremaine Edmonds. He was sideline to sideline, literally sideline to sideline. It was great. He had some missed tackles. He had some, you know what I'm saying, some moments where he couldn't get off the block. But so did Milano. You know what I'm saying? But people out here still on this whole Tremaine Edmonds. Yo, fam, really? Like, really? Really? Did you like like y'all y'all focus on the negativity and I get it? I get it because that's it's it shows when a big play happens, you're like, man, well, how'd that big play happen? And then you're like, oh shoot, it was a missed opportunity, or was this whatever? But like, man, y'all, y'all y'all getting too much on, on Tremaine, man. The dude had 16 freaking tackles, man. You know mean you know how many linebackers missed tackles? Man, Erlocker missed missed some tackles too. But he'd come up with a with a 16 15 tackle game, and we'd be like, yo, that guy's an LB. That's a linebacker. You know what I'm saying? I've been critical of Tremaine Edmonds, too. Believe me, you have heard me. But sometimes you just got to call it what it is. Like, he's nice. He he played well that game. Overall played well that game. But people want to, they want to shit on him. it's, it's, It's interesting. It's very interesting. Anyway, but that's not what I want to bring up. I want to bring up something interesting, though. So I'm watching Stefan Diggs do absolute work against Russell Douglas and the defensive backs uh, on this Packers team. And I'm like, hold on a second. Cause everybody's talking about like, yes, let's bring it. Let's bring another receiver to the team. And a lot of people are like, no, we don't need another receiver. We're good. We don't need Odell. We don't need, we don't need. Okay, fine. But let's, let me remind you something that I, it just dawned on me just. All right. So. Six tar- Eight targets, six receptions for Stephon Diggs over 100 yards and a touchdown. He is him. Okay? He is him. God forbid something happens to Stephon Diggs. Right? I'm not putting it out there, but I'm, I'm going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, 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 it needs to be talked about. Something happens to, to Stefan Diggs. Our next best receiver is Gabe Davis. We love Gabe Davis. We do. We love Gabe Davis. But... Majority of the time, you know who was covering Gabe Davis? Jair Alexander. And Jair Alexander only let Gabe Davis have two receptions out of seven targets. And that's a number one receiver. Excuse me. That's a number one DB on Gabe Davis. That's a number one DB on Gabe Davis. Let me repeat that. That's a number one DB on Gabe Davis. And it was seven targets. And only two receptions by Gabe Davis.
0: You got me saying Gabe Davis. Gabe, Gabe Davis. And he had two drops. So
1: you don't want to bring Odell? If something happens to whoever, I, I'm just putting out I'm just putting out there. Let's just say, I'm not even gonna say injury. Let's just say Diggs turns into a diva. He doesn't want to be part of the Bills anymore. I'm pissed off. I'm out of here, right? Never gonna happen, but I'm just gonna put it that way. Now you got to focus on Gabe Davis being your number one, going up against number one type of DBs. Do you know how problematic that's going to be? Jair locked him down. He locked that side down. Gabe Davis was not able to do anything. Two for seven, and some drops. And you don't want to bring Odell. Y'all better. Y'all better. Yo. Y'all better wake up, baby. Y'all better be, wake up because right now a lot of people are talking about. The reason that we have such success is because Josh Allen and Diggs are just, they're so great together, which is true. Devontae and Rogers are so great together. Look what's happening to my man Aaron Rodgers right now. It ain't working. So we just got to make sure that we can add more talent no matter what. You think the Rams were just okay with Cooper Cup and Robert Woods? You think they were just fine with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup? No. They said, bring Odell. Bring him on. So I'm back on this situation where I'm all in on bringing Odell to the Bills because of what I saw this, this last game. It was enough for me to say, "Oh, okay." A number one receiver that was locked in on on uh, on Gabe Davis, and Gabe Davis was essentially ineffective. Am I? And I mean, if I'm lying, y'all let me know. So, folks, let's stop with this whole we we're good because we're we where it could be one. One situation away where we're like, damn, all right, what's going on? So I'm all in on Von Miller saying, yo, he's coming to Bills. Yo, I used to say, yo, just be quiet. Until it happens, it happens. Yo, I'm all in on that, especially with what I saw. When a number one corner locked in on Gabe Davis, he was ineffective. It's the facts. If it's not a number one, cool. Gabe Davis will run free and do what he needs to do. I'm just saying, people. Y'all need to wake up, man. Stop. Stop with the whole, like, you think we're good because we're we're lottie dying? That lottie dog can stop real freaking fast. Khalil Shakir is cool. I like Khalil Shakir. He's a rook. Let him learn. Let him see the game. He hasn't gone up against a big dog. Now, when you when we went when we went against the Rams, you know who was, you know who was all over Stephon Diggs. If it was if it was ever going to be that way, it's gonna be that. You go against Miami, who's gonna who's gonna be attracted to go and, and cover Stephon Diggs? Xavier Howard, right? With a double team on top of that, right? The Titans didn't have the DBs to match up with us. The Ravens, Marcus Peters is their better DB. Marlon Humphrey's pretty nice too, right? They had good ones. They had good ones over there. And I'm and I'm and I and I bring this up because we need to understand that the more weapons we have on this team, the better. Case in point. Us going out to get Naeem Hines. Case in point, that's what we need to do. But well, we sitting here BSing that we don't need it. Don't ever say that we don't need it, man. And I'm and I'm, I'm going through. I'm going through. I want to. I want to go through the the schedules and the team, the scores and all that stuff. I need to. Where's my? Let me open it up because I I, I want to see it for myself. I I woke up from my from my sleep and that's how you know you're sick when you wake up from your sleep and you're like, yo. You know, that game that happened? What the hell? I'm sick. I should be waking up in the head. Hey kids, man, how are you? And I'm sitting, I'm thinking bills. Man, I'm I'm gross. <laughs> you feel me? But anyway, let me let me get to it because I I gotta look this up, man. Real talk. And what kind what kind of statistics that Gabe Davis is having on these people? And I like Gabe. Don't get me wrong. We all love Gabe, but like sometimes we gotta pump our brakes a little bit and understand why Gabe is doing what he's doing. Because the number one or the top corners are usually fishing over at my guy, Stefan Diggs. And when it didn't happen, which was very interesting, there was an explanation. Why didn't because I think they asked Matt LaFleur, why didn't you put Jair over there and cover Stefan Diggs? I mean, he was he was the problem. He said, Well, you go man to man, Josh will kill you, which he did. Josh had what six, six, six carries for like 50 yards. So he knew he was protecting his defense. So when he stayed in the zone and he stayed where he was and stayed true to the defense and Gabe was against Jair nothing you feel me so very interesting um observation making so Gabe Davis although nice, it doesn't hurt to add some pieces it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt what did Gabe davis do in that in that last game so first game uh statistic statistic wise Gabe davis what did he do he had a big uh he had four receptions for 88 yards. He had a 47 long, right? Gabe obviously had a great game that game, but he wasn't going up against the top corner. All right? Here we go. I'm just, I I having to have to freaking scroll all the way through these things. But anyway, you guys catch the point I'm trying to make. And you go up against the Packers. Jair silenced. He silenced my guy. So go after. The point I'm trying to make is go after the guy. Go after him. If you got an opportunity to go after him, yo, put that contract in place and say, yo, when you're ready to go come December, let's roll. Let's win this whole thing. And then we can talk about future deals and you staying with a team. And now we have Davis, we got Diggs, and we got Odell. Let's go, baby. So keep that in mind. I'm not trying to be that guy that says, yo, I'm hate. I do not hate. This is just observations. And if you really look at it, if something were to happen, we are in trouble. Yes, we have Josh Allen, but we are in trouble if that if, if something were to happen to that connection. Just for example, look at what's going on in Green Bay. Trouble. Trouble in Green Bay. All right? Just saying. Just saying. So that being said, the good, the bad, the ugly. I want to get into the, the last game that we had um, about, um, I mean, with these Packers. I mean, listen, there was, some, there was, a, real, there was a lot of good. And by the way, I gotta give a shout out to my man Carl Tolman with a super chat. He comes in and says, Hey, we're not giving OBJ a Von Miller contract. All we will be doing is retain is renting him for the rest of 22 and a cost, and it would cost about four bill, four million, excuse me. OBJ for three months. Sure enough, I like it. And then then you can talk about whatever contract you guys want to deal with afterwards. You know what I'm saying? But like it just makes sense from the come here. It'd be a shame if he went somewhere else. It would be. Because now I'm like, oh boy. We're all in, but it doesn't hurt to go and grab yourself a big time receiver in OBJ. He will fit. He will fit. If he was able to fit in the Rams, he will fit with the bills, especially with a freaking quarterback like Josh Allen. Have you seen the way that freaking Matt Stafford has been playing? Are you kidding me? OBJ is smart to come over here and play. And you have a quarterback that loves to sling the rock. Boy, stop. Y'all better stop. By the way, shout out to my man, uh, the house TV. Glad we couldn't stop the run versus the Packers just because we will correct it and be ready for the playoffs. Sure, teams will try those run, those play runs on us. Of course, listen, sometimes these, these things happen where you just, we got to tweak. We got to tweak and we got to do every, whatever we got to do. Jeff King comes in and says, Hey, Vaughn, being as smart as he is and with all that talking he's doing, I'm guessing he would be, he would restructure his contract to bring him here. You know what? That's another good point. If when these players really want to win, when these players know that one extra piece will work. Yo, I'll restructure specifically my contract so you can have enough money to pay him. Guess what? Dion Dawkins might say the same. Josh Allen might say, you know what? Yeah, let me, let, let's rock. Go ahead, and, go ahead and change that up for me and tweak it and give what he needs. You don't think the top paid players on the team would do that? Trust me. If it, says, if it means them winning a damn championship, yo, take a little bit out of my check. So we can win this damn thing, and guess what? Guess what that does? All that does is attract more players to come to Bills. That's just what it is, man. Winning is contagious, and we've been winning. We've been doing some winning. We're now six and one, and the last time the Bills were six and one, guess where they went? Super Bowl. I'm just saying, folks. This is this is real. This is getting real, baby. Let's. This is getting real. And we just got to keep stacking them W's. Stack them freaking W's, man. James comes in with a super chat and says, "Hey." This is just for fun. I can't believe the Lions have traded Hawkinson. How about Knox and a fourth rounder for Hawkinson? Um, I mean, Knox is going to turn into a good player, man. He's going to turn into a solid player. And I was critical of Knox. But Knox, has made, may, Knox made me shut my mouth. And I'm good with it. If I'm critical as a content creator, as a as a fan of the team, and I'm if I'm critical, shut me up. Shut everybody up. And that's what Dawson did. You know what I'm saying? James Cook has an opportunity to do the same. And he did a really good job last game. Honestly, I liked it. I like what I saw from him. Uh, Anthony Fashano says, yo, signing a talented receiver costs money. Who are we willing to say goodbye to for OBJ? You don't necessarily have to say goodbye. You may have to just do some restructuring um, and make it happen. And if we have to say goodbye, pick one. Pick somebody to say goodbye to. If it, makes, if it means winning a damn championship. Honestly, pick one. Pick whoever you want. That's the way I look at it. Uh, Walter Scales says, uh, if OBJ was a bad guy, why are people like Miller and McVeigh wanting him so bad? Sorry, I'm going to trust people that have been in the building with him over reports with no name sources. I mean, or just use your own eyes. Use your eyes. You see what he's able to do on the field. If you don't have social media, and here's the problem. People that are talking about he's terrible, he's this, he's that, they don't have social media. And, and I'm going to say this by, by when I say social media, they don't follow these players to see what they're doing. All they go is by the big reports from the you know the big heads, and they say, yep, that's it. Learn to follow. That's why when I have these players come on to the show afterwards, you know how many messages I get? Dude, I never thought that that player was like that. That was so cool that you had that player. I never knew that. Man, I'm a big fan of that guy going forward. Oh, I love this guy. Y'all need to stop with that, man. Go and go and figure out and go see what these guys are doing. These guys are in their communities. These guys are doing all these things that you guys wouldn't know anything about. But because they said that they did this and that and so on and so forth, oh, we don't want Kareem Hunt. Did you see what he did to that woman in this and the third? It was years ago, number one. And what has he been doing ever since? Can't stand that shit, man. Shit bugs me. People can't can't F up. (laughs) Honestly, man. Y'all perfect? I didn't think so. Anyway, the good, the freaking bad, the ugly with this game. I'm going to make this quick. I'm going to make it sexy. I'm going to get out of here. Here's the good. When we're bad, we're good. (laughs) You know what I mean? When we look sloppy, we're still good. We were able to win this game by 10 points. Double digits. What I liked about this game was how we just got on these guys. We were off for two weeks. We were a little rubbish. We were a little scrubbish a little bit, but we were able to stay stay with the big play with the deep ball. We were we were able to establish the run game, and commit to it. And how that how that how you saw that was what we did with um, with Steph. Oh, excuse me, with Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary, 14 carries. He had two catches in this game. Did he have two catches? Yeah, he did. Uh, excuse me, had one catch for that 16 yarder. He had 15 touches in this game. I love it. And Devin Singletary looked good. Dude was five yards of carry. He looked good. You can't even hate on that. Loved what I saw from him. I loved what I saw from our defensive backfield. Jordan Poirier went down. Obviously, we 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 let a few things get, get by us, but for the most part, we did pretty damn good. Or going up against a team that was desperate that needed to pass and they didn't, they couldn't. So they, they had to go and back to the run game. Obviously, that's where we suffered a little bit. But for the most part, I liked what our what we did defensively. We stifled these guys at the beginning. Um, they couldn't really get any rhythm. Obviously, a couple big plays by to Romeo Dubs, but they didn't really do anything to us, man. Robert Tunyon had five receptions, Romeo Dubs had four, and Aaron Jones out of the backfield, four receptions. Everybody else, one catch here, one catch there. So for the most part, we did good. We just we just didn't finish what we needed to do. Right. Here's another good Ed freaking Oliver. And I talked about this in the pregame, and we haven't really been hearing Ed Oliver, but granted, he was hurt. So he's only starting to get back into his groove. And boy, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't recorded for a sack or anything. However, he was what gave Greg Rousseau his sack. If not from the pressure and pushing of the pocket from Ed Oliver, Greg Rousseau doesn't get that sack. Ed Oliver was all over it. Shout out to Ed Oliver. Shout out to Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips had two big hits. He absolutely smashed this tight end. I I forgot that it's a tight end that I'm not familiar with. Uh, Josiah DeGora. I think it was Josiah DeGora caught that football. And Jordan Phillips absolutely put a shoulder into his ass. And into the turf he went. And then Jordan Phillips laid out. Aaron Jones, Jordan Phillips, my goodness, man, <laughs> that man tackles with his shoulders. Yo, that's two shoulders he put into somebody. I'd rather him wrap up, but he's a big defensive tackle, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you go, you gonna run into that man, you better come with come with everything. But boy, oh, boy, Jordan Phillips, Ed Oliver, but more specifically, Ed Oliver had a really good day. Had a really good day. I'm I'm happy with what, what Ed Oliver was able to do. Um, what else did out special teams? We were great on special teams. I like what we did on special teams. Um, obviously Tyler Bass is doing what he's supposed to do. Uh that boy's OG. Shout out to my, my girl Trish. Trish is all all up in uh in Tyler Bass's uh <laughs> she loves Tyler Bass. By the way, happy belated birthday to my girl Trish, Queen of Chaos. That's my girl. Um, but for the most part, man, great job by the team overall. Like I me, mean, we're winning, man. We're, we're six and one. We'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Uh anything else stand out to you guys that was good before I get into the to the bad. Because there were some moments that we had some bad moments. You know what I'm saying? But uh, anything else that stood out to you? Texas Flood. Ed Oliver was disruptive? Absolutely. Ed Oliver was exactly what we needed and what we drafted in him to be. And now that he's playing his natural position as a three tech, and he's letting the big boys do what they do, now he can just be disruptive. And he's healthy doing it. And he's in the middle of the season. Now he's about to pick up steam. Watch out. Watch out for that, man. Drew Dingus says, uh, I like how we still had all three timeouts at the end of the game while Green Bay had none. Coach McDermott, great. I'm telling you, Coach McDermott is getting a good feel for the games. He's getting a good feel for it all. And I'm loving what I'm seeing from Coach McDermott. You guys have heard me praise Coach McDermott before, and I'm going to continue to do it, man. He's doing a great job. Another great job. An okay job by Ken Dorsey. Uh, second half, I would have rather see uh, us still kind of commit to the run and, and 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 commit more to the run. But I'm also going to give him kudos because he he got James Cook involved. That's what we wanted to see. Now that we've gotten we moved on from Zach Moss. Now you have all the all three backs are elusive backs. All three backs can make moves in space and um, you don't necessarily need to be in like eye formation or it, you can spread them out all day. Cause you have versatile enough backs that can do both inside and out. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. So kudos to Ken Dorsey on being able to mix it up and get James Cook involved. But I would have rather see, I would rather I would have liked to see more run games, uh, more running at the end. But I mean, how many, how many runs do we have all together? We had what, uh, how many attempts? 27 attempts. We had 14 for Devin, six for Josh, five for James Cook and two for McKenzie. You know what I'm saying majority obviously going to to Devin signature and that's what we want but i'm happy with what we what we're able to do with the run game um and uh how we got james cook more involved i like that and we got him on the on the run too Sheep. i'll take that man uh great job obviously again matt milano continues to show that he's a freaking og the guy is amazing gotta give him credit man those two together tremaine edmonds and matt milano one of the best in the game right now one of the best in the game you can't you can't even hate Milano is just so instinctive. He's so fast. He knifes in. He just makes plays. He makes plays. And you gotta give him you got to give it up to him, man. Good job, Matt Milano. Um O line. I like what we did in O line. David Questenberry. David Questenberry, man, had a, a low key solid game. He didn't he didn't make me say who the heck was that? I think he had one penalty in that game. I think it was just one, if if I heard it correctly. But David Questenberry filled in admirably for Spencer Brown. And if Spencer Brown needs to stay a little more time and get healed up, David Questenberry held his own. So shout out to David Questenberry. I like what I saw. So that is the good for me. Let's go to the bad. Let me see what time it is. Okay, I got time. I got time. Um, The bad. Here's the deal. We allowed 200 yards of rushing. I know it's an anomaly. We 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 haven't allowed that at all this year. Um, so this is, I hope this is not a trend um, and I know it's not going to be, but 200 yards is 200 yards. We gave up 143 yards to jo- to Aaron Jones, another 54 yards uh, to AJ Dillon. So like, is it, pause for, is it cause for concern? No, but at the same time, it's glaring. It is glaring. So I didn't like the fact that we gave up 200 yards. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. Um, Josh Allen, what the hell was that? And you got to give it to him. He knows it. So I'm not, I'm not saying anything that people don't know. What the hell was that, Josh Allen? Those two interceptions were absolutely hideous. 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 I, got, I can't say it. One across your body. You've done that throw multiple times. People may start to catch on. I don't know. But you've done that throw multiple times, and you've been successful. But maybe you mistimed that one. Maybe you didn't see some. I don't know what happened. But that back over the – I mean, they always tell you, no, but you can't make that throw. Don't make that throw. Unless you're Josh Allen. Well, Josh Allen tried to make it, and he got caught. I don't like it. You know I mean? I don't like it. So, no thank you. I didn't like those two turnovers, and especially the last one. The last one, I, it just had me scratching my head like, what the hell just happened? Like, we're marching. We're doing so good. Like, we could hang more points on these guys. And you just gave the ball away after we took it away from them? We, we give the ball away. Sorry, they take the ball away from us, and we get right back. It's like, come on, man. We can't have that. We can't have that. We can't have that. So um, Josh Allen's two interceptions, not a fan, not a fan at all. Um, last but not least, in terms of what stands out, and if you, guys think, if you guys have anything that's bad, just hashtag bad, the bad. Just hashtag the bad and tell me what it is. Um, it's visually, I can see it while the chat is going because the chat is going up and down. So um, the, the, one, the other thing that I didn't like was, uh, was two for seven on third downs. We didn't convert on our third downs. We're, we're usually a much better team. We're actually one of the best teams in the game when it comes to completing our third down uh, and, and, and two for seven. That that was uncharacteristic from this team. We're usually 50%, if not above 50%, but we're hovering around that mark. And we go two for seven. No, we can't have that. We can't have that. We got to be better with that. Um, and I, I don't know. I can chalk it up to, you know what I'm saying? Just communication didn't work well. I don't know. Something Something was off. Maybe it was play calling. They didn't like the play calling. It didn't work out, um, but I didn't like it. Two for seven, not a big fan. Um, let's clean that up, fellas. Let's clean that up. And, not, and I mean, I think I got one more in me that I didn't like. Um, and obviously the red zone. We went two for four in the red zone. We got to be better in the red zone. And obviously we those interceptions obviously don't help. So two for four in the red zone, not cool. All right, not cool. We got to clean that up. Uh, the ugly. What to you was ugly? Did anybody stand, Did anything stand out to you that was ugly in this game? Anything? Talk to me? Anybody? Well, here's what, uh, nothing ugly per se, but what I don't like is the fact that we had to sign and trade for Dean Marlowe makes me kind of somewhat worried about the length of time that, if any, Jordan Poyer is going to be out. So that leaves us with young DBs, Hamlin and Jaquan Johnson. and we, and, and not that they can't hold their own, because they can, but I'd rather not. I'd rather not. So how long is Jordan Poirier going to be out? And that I don't like. So Dean Marlowe comes in to kind of shore up and give some veteran ability and give some, you know what I'm saying, some insight to these young boys and knowing where to be and so on and so forth. Um, but man, I don't like that we might be out without both our safeties. All pro safeties don't like that. To me, that is, that's, that's the ugly that stands out to me in this game. I'm not a fan of that. Um, I hope Poyer is. It's not a big deal, or maybe it just needs a game off, especially going up against the Jets, because that's a game that we got. We should be able to get, but I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Uh, WB says uh, the ugly Poyer getting hurt. Yep, exactly. Uh, that's that's what I just talked on. So yeah, man, I, I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it, folks. I don't like it one bit. Um, let me go to the super chat. Super chat real quick. My my man, talk, Carl Tolman. Carl comes in and says, "Hey, the upside down." I'm sorry, it's upside down. We established the run game in the first half and we're up by three scores and we quit running the ball when we should be, when we should have been the Packers down by 17, ran the ball when they needed to pass. It was, and and this is something that, that kind of threw me off. And this is what pissed me off the last game, right? I mentioned it against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're up huge against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but yet we only had 18 attempts in that game. 18 run attempts. We're up that much points and you're only running the ball 18 times. This is where you need to establish yourself and start, you know I mean? Killing the clock. And here's another thing, we lost the time of possession, 33 to 26, because who was running the football? They were. So great point, Carl. Like run the freaking football! You you're up three scores, man. Just start running it. Like kill the clock. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, at the same time, I I also understand not taking your foot off the pedal. You want to score, but then turnovers happen. You throw two turns, you throw two interceptions. So I found that a little odd. A little odd. Uh, but I'm sure of it, that we will clean that up. We saw our mistakes and we'll clean that up. So to me, that that's the ugly in all of this. Uh, James says, Yo, Dorsey's play calling in the red zone with lack of design run plays, it was bad and ugly. He needs to get better in that regard. We're two for four. We're not doing well in the red zone. The red zone this year, we're not great. One thing I will say that I missed from Brian Dable is we were money in the red zone with Brian Dable. We were really good. We did really good things. The year prior to that, we struggled. So we worked all off season last year to work on getting better in the off in the excuse me in the red zone in the off season and it and it worked so we need to maybe we start working on that damn red zone again but we need to we need to establish something man um and establish that running and get, and get it and get things popping man real time um so that's the ugly for me and last but not least from our our segment you guys it's one of the favorites it's the milk carton alert who deserves the milk carton anybody Who's going to be brave enough to to put somebody on the milk carton today? Last, last, last week, the milk carton candidate were the referees. The referees were just god-awful. They just were missing calls, trips, all that stuff. They just wasn't happening. Excuse me, the last, the last game we played. The referees are just terrible. Who is or what should be the milk carton candidate? What is the milk carton candidate? Somebody said... Put Lil Dirty on the milk carton candidate. Lil Lil Dirty was already on the milk carton candidate, and um, he's learned his lesson. He's learned his lesson. He was all right. He got in the end zone. He made some plays. He did what he was supposed to do. Some people say, Gabe Davis dropping balls left, right, center. Gabe Davis should be on the the milk carton candidate. Was it Von Miller? We didn't hear from Von Miller. Should he be on the milk carton candidate? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. It's Gabe Davis for me. I mean, I think you guys saw it coming. Gabriel Davis in this game, non-existent because he had a number one corner against him. It was eye-opening to me. Now, are we going to see this happen often? No. Because number one corners usually go with the number one receiver. But it was interesting to see that, okay, what can Gabe Davis do against a top-flight corner? And I mean, the proofs in the pudding, seven targets, two receptions, two drops. That's what happens. And it happens. It's just a bad game. It's just a bad game. But milk carton candidate, where were you? You know what I'm saying? Where were you? We needed that. You feel me? So when I'm looking at what we we're able to do, Stefan Diggs with six receptions, the next person with the most amount of receptions, Gabe Davis, was tied with Dawson Knox. 13. 13 completions by Josh Allen. 13 completions. And of those 13 completions, six of them went to Stephon Diggs. Our number two receiver, gotta be, you gotta have more, more impact than that. And it's not like we didn't target you. You got targeted seven times. Stefan Diggs got targeted eight times. You guys are the most targeted guys on the squad. You gotta give me more. Granted, you had a good corner going up against you. You got to win those battles, baby. You got to win those battles. You got to win your battle for your quarterback. I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. But we still love Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is still that dude. Big physical catch, contested catches. We just didn't have it this game. So hopefully he bounces back. Because guess what? Sauce Gardner is coming to town. You know what I mean? We're going, to, we're going over there. Ahmad, Ahmad Gardner. Sauce Gardner. I don't think he's allowed a, a touchdown this year. He even called out PFF and was telling PFF, yo, y'all tripping. You guys are putting uh, a touchdown against me. That never even happened. He's paying attention. He is paying attention. And guess what? Stephon Diggs is coming to town. So that is going to be a battle in itself. So that tells me something. If Sauce Gardner, Sauce Gardner is going to be covering Stefan Diggs and Stephon Diggs is going to have his hands full. Who the hell do you think needs to step up? Gabriel Davis and Gabriel Davis better step up all the way because Zach Wilson, we know ain't going to be shit. But the point is we need to put points on the board and sauce Gardner is extremely long corner, a good corner, and he's got speed. So he's going to give Stefan Diggs fits. Thank goodness that we have one of the best receivers in the game in Stefan Diggs. So he'll hold his own. And we got one of the best quarterbacks in the game in Josh Allen. He'll definitely hold his own. But we also need Gabe Davis to hold his own because guess what? Two receptions off of seven targets ain't gonna cut it. We need you to step up and show up. Anyway, that's it for me. So, folks, I appreciate your time. Obviously, you guys came through. You guys came through large. We had over five. We had we had at one point we had just shy of eight hundred people watching today. So, I appreciate you. It it means the world to me that you guys are. I'm. I'm. Entertaining somewhat enough that you that have retained your attention for this an hour and a half. Much appreciated. Uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. And I appreciate the super chats, I appreciate it all. Um, listen, man, one last message, man. Life is too freaking short. I'm telling you right now, life is too damn short. Yo, if you have an opportunity, I'm gonna say this again: you have an opportunity to make someone's day and and say, you know, I'm saying, man, I appreciate you, or whatever, do it because. Yo, we losing lives, young lives too quickly, man. And sad because I'm not even just talking about takeoff. I mean, people might not even know what I'm talking about. But for those that do know what I'm talking about, um, young rapper loses life to stupid nonsense, senseless, senseless, dumb killings. I don't know if you guys know who Davido is. Davido lost his, his young three-year-old boy uh, in and in a, in, drowned in a pool. Like, man... Man, it's it's tough. Today was a tough one, man. Um, So, yo, do do what you must to kind of hug, kiss, and, you know what I mean, give flowers to whoever that's around you, because you just never know, man. You just never know. It's too damn short. Life is precious. Some people don't give a damn about life, and they don't give a damn about other people's lives. You know what I'm saying? But you have an opportunity to, you know what I'm saying, salute someone or show love, because it goes quickly. It goes quickly, man. So, um, appreciate. I appreciate y'all. You guys know what it is, man. Smash that like before you get out of here. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give some love to my lady before I go and uh, and put the garbage out. <laughs> I gotta go do I gotta go do daddy things. So that's my time. I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, this was one of those uh, cool shows that we were able to interact and, and chop it up. And um, and the bills got better. The bills got better today. Recapping: Naim Himes comes to the Bills. Naim Hines, excuse me, comes to the Bills. Dean Marlowe reintroduced to the Bills. We have got ourselves our safety we got ourselves a speed, uh, one cut type of running back that can catch out of the backfield and is very explosive with 4-3 speed. Let's see how Ken Dorsey uses this weapon. We've got a new weapon. We'll see how this plays out. So that's it for me, folks. You guys have been awesome. You guys are always great. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I got to go do that thing. And we will catch you on the flip side tomorrow. That's my guy, Rev. He's going to be doing it up again. And then we'll be at it again on Friday. We'll talk about our pickups. We are going to do it today, but we'll talk about our pickups on Friday. And now we'll come with that. Up. Until next time, When is it coming? Issue 4.
0: And I'm gone. Y'all have a great night. Catch you on the flip side. Peace. To the town, to the the people that are in the world, 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 the world, the people that are in the world, the, 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 the